Hello everyone, and welcome to Visalia Unified's Equity and Student Services Department. On this podcast, we will be talking with educators, support providers, and administrators on how they incorporate equity and SEL into today's educational system. Okay, I think we're connected. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, We are with Ruby McBride. And I'm going to let her tell you about herself. But thank you for uh, joining us and sharing with us your expertise and knowledge. Um, well, good morning. Um, I am Ruby McBride. I was um, I am from Visaya, product of uh, the USD graduate of Mount Whitney. Um, I am currently the activities director at El Diamante High School. Um, and I have been in education for this is my 21st year started as an elementary um, health teacher and then um, through change of program I um, ended up uh, at high school where I am now at El Diamante and I've had a couple of positions I've uh, worked in the business CT department for um, seven almost eight years and then I took on um, activities and I've been doing that now for seven years Uh, so I teach leadership and student government and student activities. Fantastic! So you've you've kind of been around everywhere. So you got a lot of a uh, lot of diversified knowledge to share with us. Yes, I uh, have a very varied career, but I do love high school. I think this was um, my home. I tell my students, uh, my business students, regularly that um, when they're career searching, that you know to go for do something um, that. Uh, to do for free or something that you don't dread and I never dread coming to work and I don't dread how many how many hours I have to spend and I miss kids so much right now but um, yeah I love my job so I've been very blessed. Fantastic well with that being said I want to dig into what our our meat of the subject is and that has to do with equity and SEL and so it if you can share with us how has those two things equity and SEL kind of impacted you like on a daily or a weekly routine? Well, um, ever since I started in um, activities, one of the things that me and my students have always thought about is how do we reach all the kids? It's really easy um, for a leadership leadership student to want to attend rallies and go to games. So we've always looked at what do we need to do to reach all the kids? And we kind of uh, looked at it as kind of like a target, like, you know, with the concentric circles. And as we do activities, as the circle gets bigger, those circuits on circles on the target, those are the kids that are less likely to be involved or connect to school. So ever since I've been doing activities, we always say to ourselves, like, who, who are we reaching with this activity? How far out are we getting? And with the understanding that sometimes we do things where we're just going to center, right, the middle, right? We're not right. going to hit those, you know, those outside rings. But we always have to have in our mind that as we go through our work, we have to try to cast a, a broader net every time. So as we learn, as we grow, we, we have been evolving here on our campus at El Diamante to have our activities get a broader circle. And we've changed so many of what you would call the traditional activities with that in mind. Um, I think the, the best example we have is that... Um, when, you know, when I was in high school, I'm sure you were in high school, when it was high school, let's say it's homecoming. When we did homecoming, it was just 
the activities were focused on that homecoming court. Um, kids would watch lunchtime activities of just those, you know, seven, eight kids playing the games. And so we decided, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna alter that, and we're gonna look at it the other way. We're gonna make it so that the court is really looking at all kids playing. And so we started designing these homecoming activities that the more kids that are participating, that's how the competition for like the spirit or homecoming um, got altered. And we also decided to include, um, you know, add kind of like an honor court where we bring kids in that don't even normally get to have the homecoming experience, um, which are the, um, the county office of ed. We have a, a separate class. So we include those kids as well. And it really changed the way everyone on campus looks at that homecoming because now instead of having seven kids in an event, we have 50, 60, 70, or depending on the, the game, 100 kids participating um, and during a lunchtime. So, which is a lot considering when you have an open campus, kids can choose to leave to go have lunch or they can right. participate. So that's that's just one of the things we've, we've done over the years to try to be more inclusive and give more kids an opportunity. It sounds like with that type of model, you, you've really kind of touched on the, the part of equity, getting more kids mm -hmm. involved. And uh, can you elaborate a little bit more about the impact that that has on your campus? Um, well, I think it's changed the face of like leadership and who participates. Um, it's changed, you know, the face of who who sits in my classroom, who applies um, to leadership. One of the things we also talk about with equity is that there's been a long standing like a criteria in order to be in the class. Like you have to have a GPA, you have to have this. So we've been slowly peeling that away, knowing that statistically kids, you know, they're not coming to school to go to English class. You know, they're coming to school because of a sport or a VAPA or because of a CTE or some kind of club or other, you know, affiliation. There's something they're connecting to. So in um, the ASB, we now we say everybody's an ASB everybody can come to the ASB, you know, and so we kind of, you know, flip that. Um, and I think that's affected the equity as well, because now we say, well, it's for everybody. Everybody can be in. Um, and I think that's changed that. We also added an after school program for ASB. So in the Excel program, we started having um, ASB um, or leadership or, you know, spirit, whatever you want to call it on Wednesday afternoon. Okay. All right. All right. So we had a few technical technology issues there. So we're, we're back at it. I think what we left off was you were talking just about the impact that, that um, equity and SEL had on your campus. That's, that's where we had lost it. Okay. So I think I was the SEL. Um, I mean, the equity through the Excel program. And so, which is great. We have a lot of opportunities for kids, but what we did is we took leadership and kind of the spirit piece to the after school program. And so we meet every Wednesday um, after school and it was kind of an in out um, process. So kids could come um, before practice, like let's say if they had a sport or some other practice, or if they were just staying after school waiting for the late bus, um, they could come in or they could come in after practice. So it was until um, six o'clock every day. So kids could come in for like the first half or come for the second half, which worked out really well because it adjusted to schedules and then it let um, 
students have more opportunities to participate. So that worked out really well. Good. And it was just a great way to connect with kids. Yeah, that's what it seems like to me. It sounds like that'd be a really good way to make those connections, build those relationships and things of that sort. Um, With that being said, what advice would you give to anybody in the education field, regardless of of their position or where they are? Um, Well, I think right now it always comes back to uh, making connections now. Like during the regular school year, it's a little bit easier. We do things like, you know, let's stand at the door, greet kids every day, have some kind of, uh, for high school especially, have some kind of regular, predictable welcome every day. Um, kids like, I mean, it may seem weird to use the word regimen, but kids like that. They thrive on that. They want something that's predictable. So if you have a predictable thing you do every day, I like greetings. Um, now during COVID, it's especially tough because I hear teachers talking about, oh, you know, I just look at black screens. Kids don't want to engage. Well, what I started doing is um, very early on, I was doing some kind of icebreakery things. And I, then I just never stop. So every class I start with the icebreaker, now it's become a habit. And now kids are, you know, raising their hand to suggest. So our icebreaker, every class grade. So instead of taking attendance using, you know, the participant window or, or just calling and asking them to say here, we have some kind of either a would you rather or a poll. They yeah. love the polls. So every morning I have a poll. And I use the chat to let them kind of predict how what the outcome is going to be with that class. So it could be like, oh, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? And then I ask them, well, what do you predict are going to be the top two flavors? And then as I call their name for attendance, they share what their favorite is. And so we've done from movie genres to snack foods to where do they want to go. And yesterday, we I just started to allow the volunteering and... Everybody had their hand up, and um, yeah, so yesterday, the the one we decided on is if you could have your own TV show, what would it be? What would it be based on? And everybody participates. Um, so, you know, normally we look at icebreakers as a connection, like when we first start class, when we're just getting to know kids, but the reality is I look at black screens for a variety of reasons. There's, there's a lot of reasons kids don't want to be seen on screen. All of them are valid. Um, So this is a way for me to get to know them without, um, you know, the physical social cues we get by interacting in the classroom. So I know so much more about my students by asking simply, you know, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? You know, and then they know more about each other, right? Right, right. By that simple thing. Yes, it does sometimes take 10 minutes of my 50-minute Zoom, but this is how I look at it. It doesn't really matter because I'm not going to get the engagement I need for my lesson if I haven't made that connection. Um, and so that's what we do. I also use quick rides, and, and they love to share their thoughts and feelings. Um, a lot of times people said, oh, that's so – I have had show and tell with my high school kids. And you know what? I have kids – that do not turn on their cameras. But when I do that, and we don't do it very often, but when I do that, they know they're coming next. They will turn on their camera because they cannot wait to show me whatever it is our item was that day, right? Right. So kids are looking for connection. And I just feel like that simple little 10, 15 minute thing I do, and I start every class, they know it's coming. They can't wait. Um, 
you know, it's just making it easier to connect. So I've slowly noticed my engagement in Schoology and my engagement in my lessons that the number of kids who are participating is going up. I wish I could say it was the, the magic wand. It's not, but it is somewhere to start. And, you know, I'm just like connecting with them, you know, one at a time. So I really like how you say it's, it's a starting point and, and it sounds like it's, it's heading in the right direction. What a great idea with the show and tell, even at the high school level. Cause I can, I can imagine that they are just anxious to, to show and tell, you know, just like they did when they were younger. So some of those, some of those tried and true methods are still pretty good. Yeah. So before we um, shift gears and get to your final thoughts, um, in, in this time of COVID and distance learning and things like that, so this is going to go to more of like SEL for adult, adults. Mm-hmm. What do you do for your own self care? How do you take care of that? Well, I what I've been trying to do is you know set aside time. Uh, for my family where I'm not, um, no, you know, no technology. So my husband and I like to sit out on our patio at nighttime. I, I did what a lot of people did is I adopted some puppies during COVID. We were dogless. Our dog of 14 years had passed away and we hadn't gotten another pet because it's a lot of time to raise a pet. So when COVID happened and everything shut down, I was like, Oh, I had time for puppies. So I end up with a brother. So we sit with our puppies and we just relax and talk. My husband works at the hospital. So there's a lot of stress there. So it's kind of nice just to sit and, you know, just decompress and just, you know, kind of be with the, with the pups and just relax and try to, you know, disconnect from, cause he's connected to technology. That's what he does there. I'm on technology all day. So it's kind of nice just to, you know, unplug. Unplug. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate that. It's uh, yeah. Puppies and animals can do wonders for, mm-hmm. for, the, for the emotional state. Mm-hmm. All right. So with that being said, what, uh, what book or article are you currently reading right now? Oh, my gosh. I am one of those people that I'm always reading multiple things. So I'm doing a book study with some other educators on uh, Courageous Conversations, mm-hmm. a very powerful work. Um, my sister, who's a teacher in Texas, her and I are reading The Equity Quotient. Um, which is another equity book. Um, so, but then I also listen to some um, interesting podcasts. My son and I, we um, share some podcasts. I like Serial, which is a fun thing. So that's my other thing is I like enjoy podcasts. So Serial, if you haven't ever got to listen to it, it's pretty good. Well, they'll have to listen to you on our ESS podcast mm-hmm. now. Oh, well, that would be, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> and so what is, uh, what is your favorite quote? Oh my gosh. Um that's a tough one. I actually did an activity um, with my students right when we came back to school. I asked them to uh, find their favorite quote, share it with class, and then turn it into either a desktop image, you know, because we do a lot of graphic art, or a little poster um, to keep on their desk. So mine is actually, it's right behind me. I keep it close. And I'm actually wearing a be kind shirt, but, um, I, it is, you know, have courage and be kind because it's hard sometimes. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a good quote. I've, I've seen that one before. It's, mm-hmm. it's hard to do, but everybody should at least every now and then give it an effort. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And our last piece that we do, because we're in this time of distance learning is, is technology, but more, more than just uh, technology itself, what is your go-to app or something that helps you with your job? Uh, oh my goodness. So 
I'm on so many different things. I'm not much of an app per se person, mm-hmm. um, but I will say that I really love Schoology. Um, it's a great organizer. I don't use it on my phone, but I know kids do, but I like the way it organize. I like its speed of grading. I like how you can embed things and it's easy for kids to get everything they need right there. Um, but unlike some people, I'm starting to really love um, Zoom because yeah. if I didn't have Zoom, I wouldn't be able to connect with um, students outside through activities. So um, I get to spend a lot of time with kids doing lunchtime activities with, with ASB students, but other groups of kids, like yesterday we had 40 kids on for a lunchtime activity. So mm. if I didn't have Zoom, um, yeah, I wouldn't be able to see them, talk to them and find out how they're doing. So I'm actually right. making it my friend. <laughs> well, I know you're busy and time is always critical, but thank you so much for taking time out of your day and, and sharing your insights and, and expertise with us. I know there's some valuable things in this podcast and I'm going to post some of those in the show notes that go along with this. But again, thank you for taking the time and sharing with us. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Have a good rest of the week. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. We'd like to thank our guests for their time and input. If you would like more information about equity and SEL, please visit our website at sites.google.com backslash vusd.us backslash equity and student services department backslash home. Equity and Student Services Department is all one word. And thank you again for joining us. May the rest of your week have many wins. Stay safe, take care of yourself, and take care of each other.